Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know and that's the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to get to know your foe, Philadelphia Eagles edition. So for that, we bring in a return guest, senior producer over at NBC Sports Philadelphia, writer for NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com, and he also is president of the Ben Simmons Fan Club, which we'll talk about a little bit later, Dan Booney Roach. What's up, Dan? Scott, how are you? Yes, uh, I, I just got uh, you know a new set of holiday sweaters for the Ben Simmons fan club for everybody who wants to uh, stop by the gift shop after the show. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later just because Dan was way ahead of the curve on Ben Simmons, and we'll get into that a little bit more just because I think it's funny. But let's talk a little bit about the Eagles here, Dan. The first thing I want to ask you is, you and I talked quite a bit, and the last time we spoke and I asked about Nick Sirianni, I said, how do you feel about him? And you said, not great. Has that changed at all for you? Very little. Very little. I mean, it, you know, he's, he's, he's doing his best with what he has. Um, I think it's with, with more time to, to watch him coach the team, et cetera, you know, he, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. You kind of have to give him an incomplete because he wasn't really given a complete team and he's an offensive minded guy and he doesn't, you know, they, they didn't exactly give him like a full cadre of, of weapons as far as the passing game, especially for a guy who loves to pass as much as he did. Um, but now, I mean, you know, to his credit, he adjusted. They run the heck out of the ball. They do it really, really well for the most part. Uh, the Giants, uh, the Giants game notwithstanding, I mean, they did well. But, you know, they, there's, you know, I think the league is, you know, it's a league of adjustments. People starting to figure things out. And the Giants 
pretty much put it out there that, you know, if if <laughs> if Jalen Hurts can't find Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard wide open, then off he goes. Um, but the, the short answer is, I guess, you know, I give him an incomplete, but uh, he he's I give him credit to the to the fact that he's he's doing pretty well considering the the uh, the outfit that he's inherited. What about the aforementioned Jalen Hurts? How do you feel about his performance this year, and what do you think about him going forward? Well, it's, I mean, it's it's kind of like what I said a moment ago. If it's if if he doesn't find his first read or his second read, he's very impatient in the pocket. I think that's his biggest, um, the biggest negative. Now he can, he makes up for it because he can make things happen without throwing the ball, which is great. It's a wonderful weapon to have, but at the same time, you know. You want to keep defenses honest and, you know, keep them guessing. It's, it's, that's the, the goal of any offense is to keep the defense guessing. And he's become predictable in his unpredictability, if that makes sense, um, where he's just – he's kind of like a one-read quarterback, two-read max. And if he doesn't find what he's looking for, then he's off. Even, even when he has a – you know, sparkling clean pocket to work from, which he does a lot. That offensive line is the strength of the team. Um, he's still, that clock in his head goes off very, very quickly, and he's off, um, which is dangerous. So as far as, is he, the, is he the guy going forward? I'm not ready to say yes or no. Uh, I think the last month of the season will be very telling in that regard because now these games will mean more. Um, they could mean the difference, obviously, making the playoffs or not. They're very much in the playoff hunt. I think they're a half a game out of the uh, the final seed as far as, far as the wild card goes. And they have a, a pretty good schedule to work from. So we shall see. I'm, I'm, the jury is out, in my opinion, on Jalen Hurts. Dan, you talked about Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. And as far as the passing game goes, those are the two weapons. Pretty much all he's been working with. Those are the guys that have been producing and they've had a pretty effective running game. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, Kenny Gainwell, all of those guys getting in there a little bit and all have been pretty effective to varying degrees. Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, very efficient. Looking at what Philly does well, would you say that the best strategy here for the Jets would be to put a spy in there to keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket where, as you said, he gets impatient, force him into potentially bad decisions, especially if he can't find Goddard or Smith, stuff the box and force him to beat you in some other manner? I would say yes, definitely. I would definitely, I would, I would stack the box and force, you know, one of the, one of the guys in the Giants and, and, you know, Eagles fans weren't particularly happy with this. But one of the Giants defensive backs said after the game, we wanted Jalen Hurts to beat us with his arm, which, you know, choosing between that or getting the ball crammed down your throat 40 to 50 times with a running game that's been working. Yeah, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to take the lesser of two evils there. You know, Jalen Hurts has not, you know, acquitted himself as a, as a top tier passer by any stretch of the imagination. Now, as far as a spy, I don't know about a spy. Um, a guy used to be the legendary defensive coordinator for the Eagles, Jim Johnson, uh, back when the Eagles uh, defense was was ridiculously good in the 90s and in the 2000s. He employed what they call with mobile quarterbacks, what's called a mush rush, which is basically, you know, you come in and collapse the pocket, but stay in your lanes. Don't leave an escape. So 
you know, the, the pocket closes in, but everybody just kind of like stays on a, a linear path to the quarterback. And it's kind of like, you know, meet in the middle rather than going rogue and trying to go like all the way up the field, like a, 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 an edge rusher would. And then you leave a, you leave a side out for whatever quarterback to just kind of slip out left or slip out right and then make something happen. So I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't go so far as to spy, but I definitely put seven, eight in the box and, and, you know, force him to throw the ball over you. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day. Couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's talk about a parallel universe where Jalen Hurts doesn't play because even though you and I spoke before we started recording and you said you believe that Hurts will play, his status is currently, as we record this, up in the air. So it's possible we could see Gardner Minshew. How different is this offense if it's Minshew at quarterback? And what do you think he'll be looking to do rather than what you said Hurts will be doing? Uh, well, I definitely think it will be more uh, traditional as, you know, old school, I guess, rather than, uh, you know, Gardner Minshew's hardly the, the mobile quarterback that, uh, that Jalen Hurts is. So you'll probably see him remain in the pocket, you know, go through his progressions, whatever, maybe even find a third read if he's got time to do so. Um, so I don't know. I mean, you know, he's it's it's funny. Backup quarterbacks are, are uh, among the most popular athletes. I don't know how it is uh, with Jets fans, but Eagles fans, the backup quarterback is uh, the most popular player on the team because it's 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 like, uh, you know, a mystery box. Like, you know, we haven't seen him screw up, so he must be good. So let's, you know, this quarterback, you know, lost two games in a row. Why, why don't we take a look and see what that number two is bringing to the table? Even though that number two was, you know, one and seven 
with with the Jaguars in his last go round as a starter, and you know was acquired for like for for like a twentieth round pick uh, from you know pretty much picked up off the scrap heap. Um, but yeah, so I like I you know I I don't think he'll do terrible. I also think don't think he'll throw for three hundred and sixty yards either. Let's talk offensive line because you mentioned before that they're the strength of the offense for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Jets' biggest strength on defense is their defensive line, particularly their interior pass rush. John Franklin Myers and Quinton Williams have combined for 12 sacks so far this season. Both are on pace to have double digits. It would be the first time that any player on the Jets' defense had had double-digit sacks since 2015. This should be a really interesting matchup. Talk me through this from the Philadelphia side of things. How do you think the offensive line will approach this, and how do you like the matchup as far as whether or not it favors Philly or the Jets? I don't know. This is probably one of the toughest, aside from maybe Tampa Bay, one of the toughest assignments for the offensive line this season. Uh, obviously, Tampa Bay's run defense is ridiculous. Uh, New Orleans' run defense got completely exposed against the Eagles, and you know I'm not really sure how that, you know, how they had such wonderful run stats and then get gashed for 200 plus yards, um, to the point where it. it I mean, it, it, it was comical after a certain point. But uh, but but it's going to be tough for them. I mean, uh, Jason Kelsey, he, he might they might sit him out for a practice or two this week. He left the game for a chunk of it. Uh, this past Sunday with, uh, with a knee injury, he, uh, fought his way back in. He played well, unfortunately, when, uh, when he was out, uh, his backup, Nate Herbig, uh, cost the Eagles dearly, cost them a touchdown and a 20 plus yard run by Jalen Hurts, both withholding calls by him. Um, so it's always good to have Jason, Jason Kelsey in there. And when he's not, then you get what you get. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be tough. I, I mean, like I said, I, I really think the Eagles offensive line is the strength of the team by far. But don't have their hands full with the, with the middle of that Jets defensive front. Speaking of defensive fronts, let's talk about Philly's defensive front. You've got all reliable Fletcher Cox, who isn't quite what he used to be, but still he's Fletcher Cox. But more importantly, you've got an emerging force in Javon Hargrave. Very few players in the NFL this year on the interior defensive line have been better than Quinn and Williams. You can make a case that Javon Hargrave has been one of them. Tell me a little bit about this combination with Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. Um, well, Fletcher Cox didn't have a great start to the season. It's true. Um, the numbers weren't there, but if you, I mean, if you watch the film, he's obviously a difference maker just as far as like, if, if he takes on two guys, well, then somebody's going to make a play. And that player early on in the season was Hargrave. And he absolutely ate against teams earlier in the season when they, when they single, you know, when they singled him up because they doubled Fletcher Cox on every play. And like I said, uh, people were saying, well, you know, Fletcher Cox doesn't have, he, he had like one tackle this week or two tackles that week, but he's making a difference without touching a ball carrier. Uh, Hargrave, like I said, early in the season, he had, he, he, he really, really played well. He's kind of leveled off of late. Uh, he hasn't been, uh, he hasn't been blowing up uh, offenses like he was in the first five, six weeks of the season. Whereas Fletcher Cox is actually coming on a good bit stronger, uh, he seems to have been like like picking up his play as the season's gone on, 
And uh, it's kind of it's pretty remarkable to see. He had a number of big plays uh, this past week against the Giants. Um, he's you know he's a, at least a tackle for loss a week, if not a, if not a couple anymore. Um, so he's really coming into his own. I don't know if it was injury related, but he's uh, he's coming forward. And like I said, Hargrave has kind of leveled off a little bit. But uh, I mean, he's always somebody you got to worry about. I know Philly has had a lot of problems in the secondary over the last couple of years. They did get Darius Slay, so he's helped a lot. Have those problems persisted, or has that secondary unit been better this year? The secondary has certainly been better this year. Uh, Darius Slay is as good as they come. I mean, he's got three touchdowns this year, two on a pick six, one on a uh, two on pick sixes, one on a fumble return. Um, that was in a span of four weeks. I think the record for the for the franchise is four defensive scores by a single player, and that was Eric Allen uh, back in the day. I think he, think one of them was against the Jets, as a matter of fact, if memory serves that particular season. But uh, no, the the secondary has has improved compared to what I'll say compared to what we're used to seeing in Philadelphia from the secondary, which is uh, you know near disaster uh, on a good week. Uh, it's been much better. Darius Slay has completely eliminated one side of the field, essentially. Um, you know, I think I think his quarterback rating against over the last month is zero. Which, uh, if you factor that in, if, if the quarterback threw every pass into the stands, uh, by rule, the quarterback rating is uh, just under forty. So. He's picking off passes, he's, and, the, and the, the catches that they are making, if they're making them, uh, they're, they're less than 10 yards, um, and they're and, and virtually no yards after the catch. Um, the safeties are, are, are a mixed bag. Uh, Ronnie McLeod and, and Marcus Epps has, has, has stood in at safety. Uh, Anthony Wilson, he's been pretty solid. Avante Maddox has come on as a slot corner, and uh, – He's a uh, he's a hit and miss kind of a guy. Um, he's actually really good in run support, which is surprising considering he's a uh, he's a pretty little he's he's very smallish for a corner even for a corner standards at five nine, but uh, he can give you a couple of plays a week. Um, but the, the secondary compared to what the Eagles fans have been used to seeing is a lot better than it's been. The the, the, the people looked a little side eyed that Darius Slay signing as a, a big money. Uh, free agency signing, but he's he's absolutely worth it and then some the way that he's played. The Jets running game has been sort of inconsistent this year and their best running back, Michael Carter, is hurt, but they did have a lot of success against the Texans with a running back by committee approach last week. And then you got Zach Wilson, who has been up and down to say the least, really struggled as a rookie. How have the Eagles done against both the run and the pass and how do you expect them to approach what the Jets have coming up on Sunday? Well, we just mentioned the secondary, and like I said, uh, aside from Slay, you kind of, you know, it's the box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get from the rest of the guys in that secondary from week to week. Um, You know, Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, uh, really, really played it uh, vanilla the first eight, nine weeks of the season and drew a lot of ire from Eagles fans. They played a straight cover two zone, virtually no... Uh, press man, virtually no man, um, which, you know, allowed teams to just pretty much, you know, eight, nine, ten yards, throw the ball, and, and the defense, the defensive backs are just, well, we'll just keep it in front of us. 
well, all of a sudden, five plays later, you're in the red zone. And there's no, you know, there's no more keeping in front of us. They're, they're about to score. Um, so I think there were one or two games where uh, Eagles opponents did not even punt, uh, which is never good. So, like I said, mixed bag in the secondary. The run defense has been pretty strong. Um, another, uh, another blind spot for the front office has been a linebacker where they just kind of, I don't know, they, they – well, they, let's see. The last time they drafted a linebacker in the first round was 1979. I'll put it that way. Um, they don't. They hardly ever use a lot of assets on the linebacking crew. The last last one worth talking about was uh, Nigel Bradham, who played for the, the Super Bowl team. Um, and since then, it's really been chewing gum and chicken wire with the linebackers. But their run defense has been fairly strong, thanks to the defensive line. And, uh, and the play of T.J. Edwards, actually, uh, who couldn't find the field early in the season, but uh, it's really started to fit in well in Jonathan Gannon's system. They're not asking him to cover a whole lot. Um, so he's just kind of been uh, on the run fit uh, angle, and he's done great. He's done really, really well. And he's, uh, he's a really good sideline to sideline guy. And, is, it, you know, linebackers need to be short tacklers, and he definitely is one. Based on everything we've talked about, three-part question. First part is, what would you do if you were the Jets and you were trying to attack the Eagles? Second part is, what do you expect the Eagles to do against the Jets? Third part is, what is your prediction for how this turns out? You don't have to give me an exact score, but a range of prediction. Uh, if I'm the Jets on offense attacking the Eagles, I'm, uh, I'm definitely, definitely throwing more than I'm running. Um, you do have to mix in the run because the, the Eagles can be susceptible to the run uh, at times, not always, but at times. But uh, but you would def you you do do yourself better by throwing the ball than running the ball. I'm not a Darius Slay, mind you, but there's certainly plenty of opportunities to throw at other spots on the field. Uh, getting your tight end involved never ever hurts against the Eagles because, as I mentioned, the uh, the safeties and linebackers aren't the best and the brightest when it comes to pass coverage. Uh, I expect the Eagles to go right back to the well as far as uh, the, the running attack. You know, Miles Sanders, before he left the game this, this past week, was uh, was strong. He had uh, you know about a 25, 26-yard run. He, I think he had nine carries for 64 yards, so he was well on his way there. Uh, Boston Scott, his backup, got another 64 yards, I think, on 15, 16 carries, so, you know, so and, and they're, you know, they're, they're, they can continue to get theirs. But, uh, I mean, we'll see how much, uh, how much the Jets will allow the Eagles to do that. As far as the score, uh, I'm anticipating another low-scoring game. I would probably say Eagles 17-13. I really think it's going to be a close, low-scoring game uh, with two offenses that right now, uh, are struggling to score against two defenses that uh, that have seemed to have figured it out. Dan, before you go, I have to bring up Ben Simmons. You and I have known each other for about two and a half years. We talk a lot, and you were way ahead of the curve on Ben Simmons. I didn't realize how much you truly dislike Ben Simmons' play until one day I teed you up and you just went off on a rant for about 20 minutes. And I got to be honest with you, it's one of the most entertaining things on the planet listening to you talk about Ben Simmons. So I got to ask you right now, can you please explain 
why you have such a deep dismay for Ben Simmons' style of play and why you would personally drive him to the airport and pay for his in-flight meal if the Sixers could get a decent deal for him. I'll begin by by, by sharing uh, an old adage that my, my grandmother shared with me uh, when she talked about somebody who was uniquely talented. Uh, she would say about this person, all the fairies were there, which means when you were born, all the fairies were there and, you know, and they, they gave you all of the gifts. So when Ben Simmons was born, all of the fairies were there. Now, we don't know why he chooses not to shoot the ball uh, beyond five, six feet from the basket or at all. If you watch the, uh, the, the series against the Hawks where he played 55 minutes in the fourth quarter of seven games and shot the ball three times total. Um, but you, you can't have that kind of a person in an offense in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an NBA postseason. You just can't. I don't care how uniquely talented he is as a defensive player, and he is. He's one of the best on this planet or any other. I don't know any other planets that have basketball players, but he is one of the best they ever made as far as on the ball defense. And he is as good as he is on defense. He is worse as an offensive player. Like, I, you know, you can give me $30 million. I can dribble the ball up across half court and do one of those dribble handoffs and go hide in the dunker spot. I'll do it. I, I'll do it better than anybody's ever done it for thirty million dollars. <laughs> I'll put some flair on it. Um, but you know, they pay this guy to to win, and he cannot help you win as he is currently constructed. Um, and now he pulls this this whole deal with, with you know, I'm not coming back. Uh, I can't play with Joel Embiid. As the reports come out, I need an offense that's built around me. I, I, I can't wait to see an offense that's built around Ben Simmons. I, I, I kid you not. I will, I will get season tickets to an offense that's built around Ben Simmons just for the comedy factor. Um, but, you know, you saw it. I don't know. For some reason, I saw it coming down Broad Street with both doors open. Everybody wanted to say, well, look at what he does. I said, well, yeah, look at what he doesn't do. And the last time I checked, the way that they determine the winner of every basketball game that's ever happened is who scores more points. If you don't help me score more points, there's the door. And I don't think, I don't know what Daryl Morey thinks he's going to get by sitting here and waiting for the, some sweetheart offer from another team. But I would be beyond shocked if he gets in a one-for-one deal that the Sixers get anything that is a quote-unquote difference maker, as Daryl Morey calls Ben Simmons, because I don't see it happening unless another another team has a player that pulls some kind of horrific power play like he's trying to pull on the Sixers. And maybe it is mental, and if it is mental, I wish him all the luck in the world getting it taken care of. I know that's no joke. Um, you know, mental health is a real problem. And it's real. It doesn't matter how much money you make or how good looking you are or what your status is in life. It's a real thing. But he wanted out and they want to oblige him. And I don't think that they're going to get more than 40 cents on the dollar for him. Dan Booney Roach, senior producer over at NBC Sports Philadelphia. 
and writer for NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the Philadelphia Eagles with me and, of course, sharing your world-famous Ben Simmons take, too. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out your work and follow you on social media, how can they do that? Uh, well, on Twitter, I am Roaches, R-O-C-H-E-S, the letter R, winners, because Roaches are winners. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it. You can hop on NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com and uh, check out anything that I'm writing or the wonderfully and uniquely talented uh, co-workers and writers that they have for all four of the Philadelphia teams, if you're so interested. And, uh, and that's pretty much it. Scott, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Dan. Pleasure was all mine. Check out everything Dan's doing at NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com and follow him on Twitter at RoachesAreWinners. Also, make sure that you check out everything that we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got brand new videos up there right now with 12-minute review of Zach Wilson's return to the lineup against the Houston Texans, courtesy of the Thunder from down under, Luke Grant. Make sure you watch that and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Check out our store at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, and much more. It's all there at the Play Like a Jet store at tpublic.com, T-E-E-Public.com. And give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.